and welcome to the Self Love Podcast. My name is Elaine, I'm a life coach and therapist and I'm here to guide you through your journey into self-love. I will be sharing my personal experiences, my story so far, the things that have helped me but also the things that are helping my clients all over the world right now. For this season, I will be joined by different people coming onto the podcast to tell you about their journey and sharing their experiences with self-love too. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And just to make you aware, I generally do this unedited. You may hear the odd background noise and I wanna keep it really real and authentic. So if that's not for you, that's perfectly fine but I hope it really adds to your experience while listening. So welcome to today's podcast. This is a solo episode with me, Elaine. Today I'm going to be talking about self-love and relationships. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about my background with relating to people and then I'm going to talk a little bit more about how Maybe you can start to look inward and do your own work to help your relationships feel better. The one with yourself, but also the ones that you have with other people. So my experiences of relating to people, um, I had a very difficult upbringing and a very difficult relationship with my mother. And... That really led to the sort of the way I attached. So if um, ever you have heard or looked into attachment theory, um, I've got a very, I had, I haven't got it now, but I had a very disordered attachment style um, based on my childhood. Now, attachment style doesn't make you who you are. It's just an element of understanding how you relate to people, particularly your caregivers. So I had quite a disordered attachment, but it was insecure. So I didn't ever feel safe in that home environment and I didn't feel emotionally safe either. Um, so I, I had that going on. Um, I was in various friendships and friendship groups, really toxic, I was bullied. You know, I was bullied by friends which is a really difficult position to be in because for me, I grew up being the people pleaser um, to get by. That was my um, safety. That was my, this is, this is how I get by. And that's how I ended up in these types of friendships. Um, I was taken advantage of, I was bullied um, quite badly from a young age. And this extended all the way up to my teens and into um, sort of my late teens and stopped then when I kind of got a sense of what was going on and started to change who I was hanging out with and really that was the most kind of amazing thing that I did but also quite difficult because I didn't know if I could trust people. I didn't know if people would be genuine. I found it hard to relate to big groups of people. I was very good on like a one-to-one friendship. I would love to have a best friend. Um, 
and I didn't really want it to extend outside of that because it made me feel unsafe. Having that one person there who was my absolute bestie was all I could kind of connect with at that stage. So, you know, relating for me was quite difficult when I was younger and I carried this around into my adult life as well. In terms of relationships, in, in sort of intimate relationships, you know, my, my first serious um, relationship was with a guy who was selling drugs. Um, he wasn't the ideal candidate for a relationship, but I fell hard and I fell in love at a very young age. Um, and it didn't end well. He did become very, very toxic, um, very emotionally abusive. And eventually I did get out of that relationship, but it did not my confidence. And I moved on from that and I picked myself up, dusted myself down. And before I knew it, I was in my early 20s and my early 20s were good fun for the most part. I was, you know, in a friendship group. I had my bestie. Um, I was in a relationship and all quite surface level stuff, you know, in your 20s. It's all about the going out, having fun, connecting with lots of different people. But it's not necessarily on a very deep emotional level and for me at that time that suited me I could be pretty emotionally unavailable and be in that space and be happy so you know my early 20s I kind of bloomed a little bit I felt like life was good and I had great fun um I had a relationship it wasn't overly serious because I wasn't overly emotionally committed to it and then when I was 23 I met a guy, he was emotionally abusive and coercive and lots of different behaviours that were displayed during that relationship that kept me in that relationship were really harmful for me. Um, and I've absolutely made my peace with it and understand, you know, what the actual relationship gave me. But off the back of that, you know, everything that I'd been through in, in my childhood came back like all of those things that I felt from a very young age were still there and it had really reopened those old wounds so I came out of that relationship and I kind of went into my late 20s early 30s with the same kind of confidence that I had in my early 20s not emotionally connecting going out having fun um and really sort of this gung-ho attitude to life. But as I was older, I was finding that, you know, I, I, I couldn't relate to people. People wanted much more from me emotionally that I didn't feel that I was equipped to give. And in my 30s, I had relationships, intimate relationships that were relatively short-lived because I couldn't give to that person what they wanted emotionally or they couldn't give to me what I needed emotionally and you know it's pretty turbulent my 30s were pretty turbulent for friendships for relationships because I just didn't know how to connect 
on a deep level, I didn't know who I was. So I, I kind of didn't know how to connect with other people in a way that felt good for everybody. So when it came to my journey into self-love, I very much led with that. I don't know how to relate to people. I'm not in a relationship. You know, I've got friendships that feel really awkward for me and I don't know how to make them not awkward. I feel like I don't fit in. I feel like an imposter at work. All of those things came up for me and these are all related to relating to other people. And what came up for me was who I was mattered when relating to other people. I really wanted to find, you know, why I was triggered, why I was so insecure, why I felt so anxious around people, why I felt so awkward in friendships, why I couldn't emotionally connect with in, in intimate relationships. So part of my self-love journey was really not only about me finding myself and falling in love with myself, but also learning how to connect and reconnect with other people on a deep, deep level. And that's been a really big learning curve for me, but amazing learning curve that I've now um, been able to bring into the coaching that I do and help other people with how they're relating um, in life, you know, with friendships, with relationships. And that's been really, really incredible for me to be able to see that within other people and help them get to a point where they feel that they can relate better in intimate relationships, friendships at work or with family. So that's a little bit about me and I'm now going to really give a little bit of advice on what I think really works in these situations and really to help you gain an understanding of maybe the next steps that you need to take. You know, if any of this has resonated with you and you want to do some work around relationships, starting with you is the only way. So starting with self-love, starting with how you feel about yourself, starting with that sort of, you know, how secure do you feel within yourself? How much self-worth do you have? How much self-belief and trust and confidence do you have? How much do you connect with your heart energy? You know, your loving, your kindness. Are you overly judgmental of yourself or people? Do you find yourself in a critical state of mind um, most of the time? Because then you're disconnecting from love and you're using judgment. Do you find yourself judging people harshly? And speaking your truth, you know, about the, the truth of who you are and how you feel. Because if you're hiding things, because you maybe know that that isn't a good reaction or it's coming from a really negative place or you feel bitter or you feel angry, you feel like you can't express that, then you're not connecting with your truth. But maybe that truth is something that you want to change. You don't want to be bitter. You don't want to be angry. You don't want to be overly critical, judgmental, feeling this lack of worth. When you start to connect with, you know, how you find security within yourself, how do you feel more secure as a person? 
How do you wake up in the morning and not give yourself a hard time? How do you look in the mirror and go, do you know what? Pretty okay. That'll do for now. How do you relate to yourself that puts you in the driving seat of security? Because when you feel secure, you feel calm, you feel at peace, you feel at peace with who you are. And that allows you to be very much at peace with other people. When you're relating to other people, how you feel about yourself is going to impact anything to do with relationships. If you don't feel good about yourself, you will always take things personally as an attack on you, whether somebody is attacking you or not. If you are self-assured, if you are confident, if you love yourself, even if somebody attacked you, you would be able to recognise whether what they were saying was right or wrong. Because when you love yourself, you are able to also look at yourself in a critical way that isn't critical. And what I mean by that is you are able to look at yourself and analyse, am I in the wrong here? Yes, I am. That person has every right to say that right now. I totally understand where they're coming from, right? The critical mind doesn't have to be judgmental in a negative way. So the self-love journey, when you heal yourself and you heal your traumas and you heal your triggers and you become more secure, will help you relate to others in a different way. And that's not to say that sometimes they trigger things within you that you didn't know existed. And that's a very normal thing. But again, coming back to what makes you secure, what makes you feel okay, what makes you feel in self-trust, self-worth, self-belief is going to help you when you're relating to other people. Self-love also helps you to create the boundaries around what you want and who you're looking for to be in your life. So if you can see the red flags, you can see somebody hasn't done their own healing, is in a toxic place themselves, you might be able to hold compassion for it, but you don't want it in your life anymore because that's not a part of who you are. You don't want people in your life that are like that because you now believe you're worth something different. You're worth what you're putting into yourself. You're worth that love. You're worth the unconditional love that most of us are desiring, if not all. You are worthy of more than somebody else's toxic behaviour. You are worthy of more than their toxic behaviours towards you. Their work is their work. They need to go and do that. We cannot change anybody. We cannot save anybody and nobody is coming to save us. We don't need saving, we just need to understand ourselves, have compassion for ourselves, do the inner work and also then hold that space for somebody else to go off and do their own journey. Essentially, relating to other people will always start with the relationship with yourself and even if you are in a healthy, loving relationship, if you do the work on yourself, with yourself, that relationship will only get better. You will find yourself connecting in a more intimate, vulnerable way and your relationship will grow from strength to strength. 
doing the work starts with you. Where you get to a place of feeling secure, where you get to a place of feeling full of self-worth, full of self-belief and self-confidence, that you can then connect with love and kindness for yourself. And then you can connect with it more freely with other people. Learning to speak your truth, learning to be upfront in a really secure way about what you want in a relationship, what your expectations are, but also what you can give. Like relating to people is not just about what you expect from them. And for me, being in an emotionally unavailable space, I used to put that on people a lot. I used to, you know, have these high expectations of what I wanted from other people. I was not able to give them that. So those relationships broke down. And, you know, it's not about just the expectations you have of the people. It's about what are you bringing to the table? What can you give? So many times, you know, I used to be that person with the bad dating stories. And, you know, I don't have those stories anymore because I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to be blaming somebody else because we didn't connect on a date that's not how it goes you know maybe I couldn't give them what they needed and that's perfectly fine because I know I'm now in a good place um I know that I'm able to give and I give freely to the people that that want it the people that can connect with that so in summary finding you know, relationships that help us to feel amazing is possible. So if you are um, currently single and you're listening to this and you're dating and you're finding it really hard work, I want you to go on that self-discovery journey and know that there might be some work for you to do as well here on how you're relating and how you then call that person in, you know, your, your right person that soul connection. And look at your friendships as a good start point, right? Do you have those friends in your life where you can just rock up in that friendship and it feels like you were together the day before? It feels like you've been together all year. You stay connected in sometimes a sporadic kind of way, but you know that you're always there for each other. There's this deep bond, there's this deep trust. You know, when you've got that, you might have that with a partner, right? Right now, you might be listening to this in a relationship and you've got that and that's amazing. You know, that's the kind of soul connection that you want, that helps you to feel secure, right? You will also have friendships that make you feel the opposite, where you don't know where you stand, where you wouldn't dare to cancel an evening out, you know, an hour before, just because you happen to be feeling anxious or upset, you know, you, the type of friendships where you feel like you've got to rock up regardless. So do a little bit of a personal inventory and just look at your relationships and start there. You know, how am I relating to other people? What relationships am I happy with? What relationships aren't I happy with? And maybe, you know, what do I need to do to make myself feel more secure so that I can start showing up differently with different people? I feel like that was an outpouring and a little bit of um, a kind of, I wasn't, I was going to say a rant, but it wasn't a rant because there was no anger there, it was pure love. 
Um, but I want to say it was kind of like an offloading of a lot of sort of thoughts that I've been having lately about relationships. So I hope that you deciphered some gold in there um, for yourself. I hope that you polish off the dirt and find the diamonds. Um, and I would love to know, you know, what what from this podcast has really sparked something within you that you want to work on or work with? What has, you know, been something that you can take away, whether it be the inventory or looking inward, you know, that you can really start to move forward on? I'd love to hear from you. So my contact details are in the show notes. You can find me on my website. You can find me through Instagram and let's have a chat. Like Let's have a conversation. Let me know how you're getting on in your relationships. I would love to hear. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this podcast. It's the end of my little offloading chitty chat. So I look forward to seeing you again very soon. I am not around next Friday, so there will be no podcast then, but I'll be returning in two weeks time. And I look forward to sharing the airwaves with you then. Bye for now. Thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to leave a review wherever you've listened to this podcast, I would be most grateful as it just lets people know that I am here. If you want to connect with me, you can connect via Instagram. I've popped my handle in the show notes. So give it a click. You can either send me a message or give me a follow and I look forward to seeing you there.